a certain man in Russia you all know He is old but strong with the Kremlin in Moscow He invaded Ukraine using force and fear NATO told him to stay away and to keep well clear He takes his shirt off for photos But he's nothing compared to Vlad and Vitaly Klitschko Cut off the gas and give him loads of sanctions Send Putin's tanks home Vlad, Vlad, Vlad Putin, a chest like a washing machine But Europe's strong to put your shirt back on Vlad, Vlad, Vlad Putin, he's developing a double chin Let's save Ukraine from this massive dong Hello, welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode 112. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And the title of this uh, episode is, as you would have heard from our song title there, Vlad, Vlad, Vlad Putin is developing a double chin. Um, there we go. Uh, now, obviously, it's terrible, isn't it? What's happening? Um, it is terrible. I mean, it's pe- terrible that for the third episode on Trot. You've done it again. You've played three different types of music before we've even spoken, Jimbo. We've, talk, we've talked about this in the past. I'm not on about that being terrible. I'm on about the terrible, uh, the the terrible song itself. No, of course it's a, uh, it, it's just it's just it is bad in it. What's going off? Um, the whole thing crazy. So you know we we want to send as a, as a first thing we want to send off all of our thoughts and prayers and all that kind of stuff off to Ukraine, don't we? Uh, we do. We are thinking about the people of Ukraine whose um, kind of life has been turned upside down, basically due to the decision of one person um, and quite why it's his right to do that and decide to invade Ukraine. No one really knows, I suppose. Um, and we are wishing them all our very best. Oh, sorry. Hang on. What's that? Yep. Sorry. Makes absolutely no difference. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't think the people of Ukraine are going to care that much the fact that we're wishing them our best. But um, sadly, I suppose that's all we can do because let's be honest. If we were to go out and try and fight on the front line, I think we we're probably more of a hindrance than a help, Jimbo. Well, I mean, they've got they've got uh, Vladimir Klitschko and uh, Vitaly Klitschko, and then Usyk as well. Um, they've yeah. got, you know, they've got some they've got some fighters, and not only that, they've they've pulled the Meerkat adverts off the TV as well due to sensitivity, so they can go and get up there as well and, and get involved, can't they? Yeah, but I mean, a meerkat on the on the front line. If you're lacking trenches, those meerkats who are stood up and looking over, they'd, they'd be mm. no good. I mean, the bees hit, wouldn't they? Unless they've got Pumba with them. Who? Pumba. Pumba. Who's that? Was Was he in Lion King? Yeah. Well, I can't remember quite exactly what he did in Lion King. He he was he was he was a fighter. One he? he used to charge, didn't he? he used to go? He used to see really? red and go crazy and fart a lot. Really? So anyway, how's it going? Have you got any breaking news for us? Yeah. We have got some breaking news, haven't we? Big news for the Waste of Web Space podcast. Yeah, we've we've got involved in sponsorship, Jimbo, haven't we? Uh, we've sponsored a young, talented cricket player. That's it. We want we want to do we want to support grassroots cricket. I mean, yep. I, I have no idea why, because not that much into cricket myself. But you are, and that's that's important to you. So we yep. want to support grassroots cricket. So um, I, I asked you to go and investigate, see if we can find a an up and coming cricket player who we could sponsor. Um, yep. to to improve, help improve their career, but also the prospects of their own cricket club and support the local community and all that kind of thing. So, I believe we've done that. Is that right? Have you, have you found we we can announce if we've got a, a cricket player sponsored? Have, have we gonna, are we going to get them on the on the podcast? Are we going to give them a shout out? 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's already on the podcast, Jimbo. Is he? Yeah. Has he not um, turned his camera on yet? It's me. It's you? Yeah. Hold on a minute. Did you... I said... I quite clearly said to you, a young and upcoming cricket player. Yeah. Younger than some of them. You're not grassroots. You're... You're struggling roots. Yeah. Test match level. (laughs) Hey, Hey, to be fair, I mean, that's probably more of an insult saying that I could play for England compared to being grassroots, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, th- I thought we'd sponsor. I thought we'd sponsor me, Jimbo. To be fair, we, we, we might try and pick another player from our our team to, to sponsor as well. Um, and okay, you're knocking your equipment there. Is that outraged you are that you're nearly knocking your camera off and your in your microphone? Yeah, how much this has cost us? Um, oh, well, twenty five pounds. Oh, we want to speak. <laughs> He's not told me this yet. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I need it's to check. Each. I need to check the old spreadsheet here. Yeah. Um, so what? What? It's a bargain and. Uh, sponsorship is shared as well. I mean, I've got another sponsor. All oh, right, okay. We're, share- um, we're sharing yeah. you, so we don't even get you to ourselves. We don't even. You're not even the own. So, do you wear a logo on your shirt or anything? Oh, I, we get social media shout outs. Okay. And um, yeah, I mean, shared with a florist as well. Right. Okay. Which is which is what I've always wanted. But yes, someone got in touch and said we'll also sponsor you. Um, the Wild Meadow Florists. Okay. Um, big shout out to them. Uh, fantastic in terms of they do weddings for, for flowers and events. Um, yeah, no doubt Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, all that sort of stuff. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. They're sponsoring the cricket team, not this podcast. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I've, I've also <laughs> asked them to sponsor the podcast as well. I mean, oh. <laughs> you can, uh, and sorry, that laugh from Jimbo was brought to you by MaxMobileTimeout.com. Um, so <laughs> do I have to do an advert? That's a good point. We do do adverts, don't we? Yeah. Maybe we should actually get them to advertise in the advert slot as opposed to making up adverts every time. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, I've been sponsored by uh, a florist, uh, the Great Big Pansy, um, and I've been sponsored by a florist as well. So, <laughs> well done. What's your breaking news then, Jimbo? Uh, I don't know if I've got any. Have I got any breaking news? Hold on. Podcast of Twice for an week. Yeah, but it's been a long three and a half weeks. I forgot what we did since then. Uh, I don't think I've got anything in particular. Oh, I fell over. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm, nobody wants to sponsor me because I went to uh, Harley Park with my mm-hmm. daughter and uh, we were kicking around the football. It was very, you know, we've had, we've had what, two weeks of pretty much solid wind and rain. Is that right? Would you yeah, say? Well, More or less. Bit, yeah. Got a bit better this weekend, didn't it? But anyway, we couldn't stay in any longer. I thought, let's get to a park. So I went, got the old wellies on and all that kind of thing. Went to Harley Park, just on the edge of Sheffield and Rotherham and Barnes. It's one of those weird places in between everywhere, yeah. really. And uh, I was kicking the ball around. And just on the way back to the car, I was kicking the ball off the field and sort of saying, I'm going to aim it, Ada. I said, I'm going to hit that lamppost. I'm going to just get it as close to that lamppost as I can. And I knew it was slippy. So as I was kicking it, I was thinking, I must not fall over. Mm-hmm. Make sure I keep, you know, keep a, keep steady as I'm kicking it. Do it carefully, go for placement. And I did. And, yeah, my head and my back landed on the floor before my <laughs> legs did. Uh, there was a bit yeah. of a... The head and your back? I mean, your head landed on the floor. That's quite bad. Yeah, there was a there was a, a bit of a photograph doing the rounds at the time. Uh, let me let me see if I can find it for you, because it's a good photo. Uh, so this, this is a good show and tell, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I should have said, what happened to me in this photograph is what I should have said. Um, or maybe they've taken, maybe, maybe it's been, t- oh, there we go. No, it's not. I thought they might have taken it down out of, uh, can you see that? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Is that, so is that, is, is that, who took that photo? Is that a live actual action shot or is that just a, a mock up? No, it's, I'm laid down on the floor. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So that's, that's what happened. It, it knocked the wind out of me, you know, because I was like, I, the next day I got up and I had a, a quite a sore below my Adam's apple. Cause I think it was like impact, even though it was only soft ground, kind of, you know, took me out a little bit. Well, all I'll say, Jimbo, is quite frankly, you are a pathetic football player. <laughs> Don't want to be sponsored by the Waste Web Plays podcast here, by any chance. Yep, that's what I'm going for. Right, okay. Uh, drinks, what we got? Uh, well, um, as you will be aware, it was my birthday recently. Um, Happy you know, birthday. Not tell the listeners that, but never mind. Um, we didn't do a podcast, of, did we? Yeah, one of my birthday presents uh, is some Belhaven Scottish Ale. Rich, nutty, smooth. Um so I'm going to have a have a taste of that. Obviously, um, I'm fully aware that tomorrow is the first of March, and is that Saint is that Saint David today? Is it? I don't know. Pan- it's Saint David pan- it's Wales, Pancake anyway, Day. Scotland, so. Pancake Day. Saint Pancake Day, isn't it? What, where- what point is uh, is it a patron saint day tomorrow? Possibly. Where, whereabouts is your beer from, by the way? It's, it's in Scotland, obviously, but whereabouts in Scotland? Yeah, it don't matter. It's all the same, isn't it? <laughs> um, it is from the Belhaven Brewery, Dunbar, East Lothian. All right, okay. Um, not to be confused with Dunbar. I would hasten to well, think it's from Cornwall, isn't it? This is quite clever because I've got um, Harvey's Toon, I think it's called, brewery. Um, bitter and Twisted Golden Ale, crafted in... Scotland? No. Uh, yeah, Scotland. Scotland, I think. I think based on the postcode, uh, we think maybe Kilmarnock or something like that. It's, oh, no, no, not Kilmarnock. FK, so Fal- Falkirk, possibly. Falkirk, yeah. Yeah. Mine, mine's EH, which I presume is Edinburgh. There we go. EH. Yeah. So, yeah, um, there we go. we've both got Scottish beer. Very good. Have we got anything else Scottish to talk about? Um, no, not that I can think of, really. I'm just trying to Google what uh, what day it is tomorrow, other than Pancake Day. <laughs> is it St. David's Day? I've got some at the back of mind saying 1st of March is... Um, yeah, St. David's Day, 1st of March. So, if we'd have had any sense about it, we'd have drunk some Welsh beer today, but, um, you know, oh well, never mind. Kind of everything, can you? Oh, why not? Anyway, uh, should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Hello to anyone, by the way, who is uh, either listening, driving along in your car, or just just listening in general, or watching live, because of course we are live, we, we always forget that we're sort of live, but we are live, uh, just it kind of saves us messing about with the video, doesn't it, if we do it live, don't have to mess about yeah. after, it just goes straight on then, so you get all the mistakes, people who are watching live get all the mistakes and stuff that we don't edit out after, so a big shout out to you, it's as, this is as raw and as rough and ready as it can be. Uh, well, yeah, it, to be fair, even, even if you're listening... Later on the um, sort of audio version, we don't edit anything out anyway. No, we squash it together slightly so there's less gaps in between us talking. Um, and I'll probably take all that stuff about you playing cricket out of it, um, <laughs> and Thank maybe you. me falling over as well. Uh, anyway, so um, yeah, it's my show and tell. So my show and tell is uh, this is week. It? Did so I? Mine. Oh, is your show and tell? Yeah, your show and tell. It's your show and tell. Oh. I even got a show and tell. I've not even prepared anything. Is, is this when you're talking about the mistakes that we make that yes. get left in the programme? Yes. Very good. See what I did there. Um, I'll see what you did. So it's my <laughs> show and tell. Anyway. It was too convincing. Well, yeah, just the idea that you're not prepared properly is very, very convincing, Jimbo. <laughs> so it's my show and tell. My show and tell is a car. And specifically, it's my car. And uh, I, if you ever, I don't know if you've ever been in my car, actually, Jimbo. Have you been in my car? Uh, I don't know if I have been in your car. 
I'm not sure if you have. I'm trying to think of the times when I might have given you a lift. Oh, yeah, I think at some point I must have given you a lift when we were doing podcasting. Must have picked you up or whatever. There's that time I woke um, up in the. There's that time I woke up in the bonnet. In the bonnet or on the bonnet? Under, under the bonnet, in the boot. It, yeah, that makes more sense in the boot as opposed to under <laughs> the bonnet. I mean, you'd be a bit cramped with the engine. Well, yeah, I've, I've got a little, uh, little, little red run around. Uh, there, there's a picture of it. Oh no, sorry, sorry, no, it's, sorry, it's not that one. Fish, you just held up a picture of uh, what seems to be a Ferrari, but that's more yeah, like sorry. it. Yeah, okay. That, that's my car. That's, that's yep. my car. With my cat. Is this, is this show and tell anything to do with your cat getting in it? It's got nothing to do with my cat getting in it. It just happens to be a picture of the car with my cat getting in it at that particular yep. point in time. Is that, um, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't go get out of my car and boot that cat across the. Uh, I most certainly did not do that. I didn't. Uh, I didn't Kurt Zuma, um, should we say? And the idea that, by the way, that Kurt Zuma is still playing football for West Ham um, and he hasn't in any way been banned is nothing short of a complete and utter disgrace, really, is it? But I think we might touch on that later on, perhaps. Yeah. Um, I, th- I can't believe it. On, on the one occasion that he kicked his cat, it just happened to be uh, just happened to be filmed by someone who then Snapchatted it with loads of laughing emojis. Mm. Um, but, but to be fair, I mean, and- you know, it was a defender's clearance, Chris. Um, you know, no, not no nonsense defending, if anything. Um, yeah, but at the same time, completely unacceptable. Yeah, I mean the cat was still in offside position anyway, so it wouldn't have counted even mm. if. Um, but yeah, it's. I, I mean, even had the cheek then afterwards to say that his cat is a loved member of his family. I mean, mm. what a complete and utter joke. But there we go. But anyway, getting back to uh, getting back to my car and um, what motoring incident have I had a first off? In the last, um, well, since the last podcast, is it? I recently received my first ever speeding ticket uh, for doing thirty-eight in a thirty zone. Or I was have you be, have you got first... into trouble with the police for having a cat stood <laughs> on the uh, on the on the dashboard while you're trying to drive? Uh, I was uh, I was illegally stowing Jimbo away in my uh, <laughs> underneath the bonnet of my car and got pulled by the police. <laughs> so is it that, or is it that I was involved in my first ever bump in my car? Seems to be a lot. You've had a lot of bumps recently, haven't you? If if that's true, you and uh, you and your wife, <laughs> you're always okay. bumping with the sound of it. <laughs> uh, but it's interesting to say that because I, was, I hadn't quite finished. Um, <laughs> and what I was going to say is that my wife crashed into me. <laughs> oh so. right, okay, yeah, because there was. I'm sure there was a story not so long ago that, oh, you, you know, you said that uh, that your wife had had a bit of a bump not too long ago. Um, it probably was a while uh, ago now, but. No, it was, it was a few years ago, actually, to be fair, oh, but okay. someone um, so, someone ran into the back of her and broke a car off, um, which wasn't particularly very helpful at that point in time, but... You know, let's, go for, let's go for the first one, then. So, you were, you were in the first story, that could be true mm. or not be true, could be a lie, could be mm. real, you you were driving over the speed limit. Now, that surprises me about you, because you, well, you are a stickler for the rules. I would like to heavily caveat this by saying I thought I was in a 40-mile-an-hour zone. Right, okay. So, um, where was you? We know the area quite uh, well. On, uh, on the road. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it's good you wasn't on the pavement. Yeah, yeah well, absolutely. That is a, that is a far more severe offence. Uh, but I was on Hollywell Road. Okay. Uh, where's... Do you where's... Know where Holly... mm, trying to think. I was going to say the next question. Do you know where Hollywell Road is? It's... No. You know, if you go to uh, Meadowall, kind of like via Woollywood Bottom, mm-hmm. but instead of turning off Meadowall, you keep kind of carrying on. Yep. Um... As you carry on along that road, you sort of end up coming out towards like sort of Grimestorp kind of area. Yeah, I think it's, so. Yeah, well, you, you probably wouldn't know in all honesty because you've probably got no course to be around there. But what is around there is the Sheffield Indoor Cricket Centre, which is where I go cricket training. And I was on that road going towards there. 
Um, and also on that road was a mobile speed camera unit. Now, and I thought, oh, it's all right. I'm under the speed limit. I would like to, as a, as a, uh, obviously a founder of the Waste of Web Space podcast, I would like to distance the organisation from the illegal antics of our sponsored. <laughs> our only sponsored sports star, Chris Fisher, and immediately terminate the, <laughs> the sponsorship deal. You've lost your sponsors already. Oh, man. I suppose already? We, I suppose we've got to work out if this is true first, and then we might have to actually uh, consider it. We don't lawbreakers. We're not associated with lawbreakers. Jimbo, I'm a different person from the one who was caught speeding. Yeah. I'm going to take some time off, and I'm going to try and become altogether a better human being. Mm. And I deeply regret my actions. Yeah, driving eight miles an hour over the speed limit, or as I thought at the time, two miles an hour under the speed limit. Okay, um, you didn't, uh, you know, try and pay off this, uh, you know, the speed, the pay it off and get away with it, did you? I didn't pay it off and get it away with it. I suppose well, you can't do that. You have to pay anyway, don't you? Yeah, I've got the fine which I've paid off. I mean, oh, did you? So did you have to do a course? Oh no, I didn't do. Oh, I paid the fine. Why not do the course? No, no, isn't uh, it? You can do no. You can do the course or. You get your points, don't you? You have to pay a fine anyway, but yeah. you can do you can do a course if you've not been caught before, a speed mm-hmm. awareness course. Uh, it sounds like you were very aware of what speed you were going at, but not aware exactly of not aware of the limit at. at the time. Yeah, that's uh, the, yeah. But you can I do need, need... you can do a speed awareness course and not take the points. Apparently, I mean that's no good for me. What I need is a know the speed limit awareness course, not a speed <laughs> awareness course. I, I had no problem with what speed I was going at. Absolutely none whatsoever. I, I couldn't believe it wasn't a 40 zone. Mm. I mean, I was, it was always driving back through it. I thought, is it a 40 zone? Because it's, you've got very, very, I mean, there's, it's not a built up area at all. It's quite industrialised. Here we go. Really excuses. Wide open, excuses. Wide open roads, downhill, you know. Um, and yeah, so I was going effectively too quick. Uh, um, so, it what, was you or was you not offered a speed awareness course instead of the points? Uh, I, I was. Offered a speed awareness course. And you refused it? And I was it. also off the points. I haven't said I've refused it, I've just said I've just oh. paid the fine. Okay. I think you might have got stuck on that one. You could have given your points to Doncaster Rovers. Yeah. Could have done what that politician allegedly did and got his wife to take them for him that time. <laughs> well, you couldn't because she was too busy crashing into you. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> of course. That's if the second one is true. It is, yeah. Right, okay. So, so you... The first one we've established that you were dry, you were speeding, but you didn't know it. If that's the stuff, you didn't realise it was a it was a forty. You thought you was actually yeah. going slower than you should have been. If anything, mm. right? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there is actually a website you can go on to. I'm sure I've heard in the past. I might have to try and find out. It's a bit late now, anyway. But um, I, I don't know if there's a website you can go on to where you can basically appeal it on the basis that you thought you were going sort of at the you, know, you thought you were driving at the speed limit on the road. Um, so I think it's meant to be advantageous of um, going faster, <laughs> faster than it is like a couple of miles an hour over. Hmm. Okay. Can but I, I, I they always say, don't they, that, that like there's a ten percent limit. Like you can probably get away with thirty three. I mean, this is bad. This is bad. You should never speed, of course. You should always stick to the limit and so on. Okay. Uh, and of course, you'd had a few drinks. So how was you to know? <laughs> So. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just trying to get between pubs on the pub crawl, so yeah, I, I was in a rush. But I turned up at train and said, great news, lads, I've got three points to start the season. Um, I said, you can go on a speed awareness course, you know. Yeah, nice. How much it was, was, the, how much was the fine? Uh, it was, it was £70. Ooh. Right. 
Mm. I've only, I've never had a speeding okay. ticket or fine or anything, but I have had a parking ticket, mm. which is a bit annoying. Was it one of those you could pay and get it as cheap as you could if you paid quickly? Yeah, um, I decided to try and pay it off over three years on interest-free credit. Though with it, I, I got a deal with Klarna. So. <laughs> Not got the waste of webs. Is it? Oh, this this is if this is a true story then. So this is very coincidental that as soon as you get a speeding fine, you happen to get a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Right, okay, let's go to the second one. So, if it's the story that your wife crashed into you, how did she crash into you? Was this at home, maybe on the drive, I'm presuming, maybe? She got too close, or...? Oh, well, she got too close, certainly. Um, <laughs> she got she got slight, slightly closer than within touching distance. Um, well, did she bash yeah, you in the... Did she, did she do you in the back or the front? <laughs> uh, did she... She... Um, Moved her rear end towards my front end. <laughs> I was I was on the drive. Uh, we were kind of yeah swapping the cars around um, as you do, and I was sort of about to reverse my my um, car off the drive. And um, yeah, normally I'd like shoot off at thirty eight mile an hour in the thirty zone <laughs> on my road, uh, and I was just in the car for a little bit longer, and she basically just reversed straight into me, um, and. You know, did, I sort of, I saw it coming. Beat the horn, obviously. Um, Any injuries? You know. um, no, not really. It wasn't wasn't really that much of a high speed collision. Just minor women's I rush. Well, I, I, I got I got the uh, I got a dash cam on, so I got footage of it. You know, <laughs> kind of I was, I was full on kind of Ronnie Pickering. I hope it's this because I would. <laughs> did you did you did you get cross? Did you get angry? I, I wasn't overly. Thrilled at the you know, kind of. You did, know. Uh, and did, did she try and blame you? What was that? Sorry. Did she try and blame you? I mean, natural reaction, isn't it? Jimbo, you're a married man, aren't you? Well, actually, you know, that's got nothing to do with it. You know me. Everyone tries to blame me for everything. <laughs> but also, you're a married bloke, so you know how it works, aren't you? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was obviously it was my fault because I'd not moved off the drive fast enough. All right. Okay. Um, and 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 if, if, I, I probably would normally have got to drive a little bit quicker, but I was just checking something on my mobile phone and was about to go. And um, well, technically, in defence as well. Uh, well, I was still on private land at that point. Okay. Obviously, I think you'll find. Although, actually, no, I think. Well, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I don't know what you can and can't do on private land. Mm-hmm. Um, um, was you um, any damage then caused? Any serious damage or? Uh, no, only to our relationship, really. Um, <laughs> No, it, it was it, there was there was nothing uh, nothing of any note. It was a very a very low speed collision, but nonetheless the car car shook. Any, you any <laughs> did you need to did it need, as it needed to go in for repairs, either of the cars or both of the cars. Uh, it just it tea cutted out. Um, you know the the chipped number plate they had and the you know <laughs> bit of a mark on the on the back of the car. It was you know, a bit of tea cut on the chamois leather. And are we going to get sure. to see the footage if uh, if it's this story that's cr- that's real? Uh, we are we are not unfortunately because it's because it's, it, it's currently going through court, so you you're unable to. Yeah, I, I can't prejudice the case. Um, <laughs> you know, basically, well, I've, um, again, I don't want to be too funny about it, um, but my wife said that she accepted no responsibility and no liability but she gave me 12 million pounds <laughs> right okay yeah so yeah so, so that's, that's, that's kind of... obviously a sign of innocence and that it was, uh, yeah. wasn't her I mean, fault yeah, yeah. She's, okay. she's cleared her name yeah in, in in doing that i mean that's obviously that's obviously a reference to prince andrew which um we will kind of um 
touch on later on, no doubt. Well, touch on, yeah. Well, yeah, sorry, that's a touch on, yeah, might not be the, best, the best way of describing that, obviously. Okay, I think I'm ready to give my answer then. Uh, oh, I I think I, I'd really like it to be a second story because it's funny. It's very funny. They're both funny in a sense because you getting caught for speeding is funny because you are very by the book, by the law. You'd never go too fast. Um, I think, well, I'd, I'd, like, I'd, I'd, I'd say you're probably the same, aren't you? You don't sort of speed excessively. You just sort of drive no. relatively sensibly most of the time. This isn't about me, Fisher. Good point. It's about me. It is. Don't, don't, don't try and p- pass the book here and deflect anything, you know. You know. <laughs> This is this is what they use in Parliament: deflection tactics. Yeah. Never mind, you did that. I never mind, I did that. You did this. That kind yeah, of thing. It's not, G- yeah, Jimbo, you haven't put Jimmy Savile in prison. <laughs> did you? Did you? <laughs> While you present on Penis FM, you didn't do it. That's all I'll say on the matter. Right, I'm going to go with the first one. I think you were caught speeding. Um, and you would be wrong. Oh, I don't believe it. <laughs> I'm very happy that it's the second one. So you've got you haven't got the footage to share. I haven't got the footage to share. No, what I have got is footage of the aftermath of both in, uh, on via our doorbell of kind of inspecting. Um, Be- before the, before the you show anything, I can't. Uh, I, obviously, listeners, this won't make any difference. But I can't see you at the minute, Fisher. You are fro- right, okay. you're frozen. I don't know if you want to turn your camera on and off. See if that helps. But you are frozen. Uh, I let's, let's try. Uh, so my camera's off, and now it's yep. back on. I don't know if I've yeah, you're frozen back, there. You're back, you're back with me. You're back with me. Back. So what, what I've got is footage of afterwards inspecting the cars. Um, so you can possibly just see that there, maybe. Both <laughs> kind of getting out and having a look at the, <laughs> have a look at the damage there that may have been caused. Oh, yeah. Um, you did get off the drive quick enough. I'm going in. Yeah. Uh, did... leave, the, leave the discussions to that. Did... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Did any neighbours snoop on this or hear the noise? Um, no, I don't think it was. Yeah, probably not quite the talk of the street. To be fair, um, I bet that's the most interesting early, thing quite, that's happened for, to it for a while. Yeah, it was quite early in the morning. To be fair, so I was going to say most of them are still asleep on our road. A lot of people get up quite early anyway. Mm. Um, you know, we, we go off to work and half the, half the roads already up and about. But um, in spite of the fact they're retired, so no, that was. Um, so that, that, that was that. Yeah, I was involved in what can be classed as a low-speed collision. How, how um, can I ask another question? How yes. many minutes or seconds after the incident did you go? This is a good show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't take very long. I thought yeah, it'd be perfect for show and tell. <laughs> did, um, did you tell? Did you tell your, your wife straight away as well? Uh, look, I know you hit me in the car. I'm a bit annoyed about that, and it definitely wasn't my fault. But I'm quite glad you've hit me because now I've got a great show and tell. Yeah, I thought later on that might make a good show. I think over the kitchen table, you know, sort of said later on, maybe I could do show and tell with this. <laughs> I mean, it was, it, it, I mentioned that, then I mentioned the fact I'd possibly got minor women's whiplash was the injury that I was suffering from just in homage to Alan Partridge when he had the uh, car accident. So, um, <laughs> but there we go. So, yes, that, 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 was, that was an eventful morning. I wish I, wish, I, wish I had these kind of, I mean... I only fell over, but then again, I forgot to use my... I could have used my falling over story in a show and tell, but I forgot. Just went went out of it. Anyway, never mind. Uh, thank you for sure. I enjoyed that. Thank you very much.
So, uh, news then. Um, do you remember when all we had to talk about were Donald Trump saying stupid things? Exactly, yeah. I mean, we're over that with um, sort of presidents doing stupid things, aren't we? Yeah. Um, glad, glad we don't have to worry about world leaders doing silly things and uh, you know anymore and worrying about the, exactly. state of, the state that the world's in. So what's been going on? Well, the main story that we're all talking about is the UK rain. Oh, um, yeah. It's been terrible, hasn't it? Wind. Storm Dudley. Storm yeah. Dudley, yeah. Storm Eunice, was Eunice. it? Eunice. And then... Yeah, Storm, Storm Dudley Franklin. was Storm Dudley was terrible because there was two of them, you know, and one of them turned up and put the other one through a table. And uh, I'm talking about the Dudley brothers, obviously. There, uh, old re- yeah, that... wrestling reference. Anyone who used to watch wrestling, Dudley, was it Dudley brothers. I was going to say, was it Dudley brothers or Dudley boys? It's Hardy boys, wasn't it? So yeah, Dudley, Dudley brothers, Dudley yeah. brothers. Yeah, and it was uh, yeah, three D through we... the table and all that. Yeah, do we know if, the Dudley, if Storm Dudley actually affected Dudley, the place near Birmingham? That's a good point. Yeah. But I once one of my most one of my favourites um, things a few years ago was obviously naming the naming the various storms uh, was that there was a hurricane called Hurricane Debbie and guess which place in Texas it was about to kind of affect. I don't know if there was a place called Debbie. Well, no, obviously it wasn't Debbie. <laughs> but Hurricane Debbie, which prominent um, city in America was it kind of coming in land towards? I, I think you're going to lose me this one. I don't get it. You know, I might get it after you tell me. Oh well, it was going towards Dallas. Oh, Debbie does Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of so, know roughly about. I, I maybe not. I, I, it's just some sort of film, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it's. I, I believe it's a uh, a film that men quite like watching, isn't it? <laughs> All right, okay. I think my granddad likes films. I'll ask him what he thought of it. Yeah. Well, there we go. Anyway, um, <laughs> so what like cowboy film? Yeah, not quite. I don't think. There's lots of lassoing and things like that in it. Well, there might, but I've not, never seen it. So Gunslinging? You must have heard of Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> Surely. Ask him what kind of film it is. It's a, it's a, well, I'm trying to think how to put it now. Um, <laughs> it's a, I think I get, where you, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I think it's a mild pornographic oh, film, right, okay. I believe. Oh, yeah, my granddad, it, my granddad won't like that. Then. Yeah, <laughs> your grandma might. Um... <laughs> I've, I've never, I've never, I've never seen it because you know. To be fair, there's loads of them to watch nowadays, isn't there? Um, but yeah, I think we've drifted off talking about um, yeah, the one mm. thing that actually I particularly noticed about um, the storms that we had were just how rubbish is the roof on the O2 arena? Oh yeah, I know, terrible. I mean, didn't didn't the Millennium Dam just cost us a fortune when it was built originally mm. back in like in 2000? Obviously. Mm. Um, only to find out no. that it was got some. This is this is a typical one of those situations where you know when people like use old footage um, to create fake news, and it's been done quite a lot, unfortunately, recently with the Ukraine thing. But that Millennium Dome uh, ripped to shreds out, outside exterior um, roof, sort of thing, was absolutely nothing to do with any of the storms. Apparently, that was a while ago when Miley Cyrus performed there. Uh, and a voice just sort of pierced through, and, and uh, yeah. So that, that's the kind of effect she has on people's eardrums, apparently. Yeah. No, apparently it was just caused by a wrecking ball. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough yeah. Uh, no, but it was, uh, it was a bit of a messy or two, weren't it? So, But that doesn't take yeah. long to get fixed. But, but that gets fixed uh, quicker than a few people's homes do. Yeah, I suspect so. Um, but aside from that, um, aside from that story also, one thing that's been affected is the UK rain... Of Queen Elizabeth, it's been tarnished, hasn't it, by Prince Andrew? Mm-hmm. And he hasn't done anything wrong. 
Uh, he's accepted no liability, but he's paid allegedly about twelve million pounds. Might be twelve million dollars. Who cares? Quite a lot of money. Um, to a charity. Where did he get his money from? Uh, well, a bit of it from me, a bit of it from you, and a bit of it from everyone else in the country. Now, to be fair, I think he's probably the Windsor family is no doubt quite rich in its own right, didn't he? Didn't he sell his ski chalet somewhere for a large amount of money? Apparently, I'm sure. I'm sure we all do the same thing, you know. Someone accuses you of something, you mm. quite clearly say, "I haven't done anything wrong." I'm more than happy to co- cooperate with the courts. Oh, by the way, you can't take me to court because um, you got paid off by a convicted sex offender. But nonetheless, I haven't done anything wrong. You'd expect and... a bloody good pizza for that much money, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> Let's face the, it. The, that pizza expression in Woking has got a lot to explain. Um, but yeah, isn't it? Not done anything wrong. So just to prove it, he made sure that he sold his house, one of his homes, sorry, and um, donated a lot of money to a charity supported by the victim of the crime that he didn't commit. Have uh, we just got to call him Andrew now? Um, yeah, because you can't. It, well, it, I, oh, actually, I don't know. Um, wasn't there something about the Queen's... I can't remember what it was now. There was, there was a weird headline where basically someone referred to the Queen as Her Royal Highness the Queen. And that's not what you call the Queen. You call her Her Majesty, don't you? Mm. Um, and it really annoys me when I hear people call the Queen Her Royal Highness. Um, because, well, it just does because the Queen should be called Her Majesty. <laughs> I don't know the difference between them. <laughs> well... Royal Highnesses for princes and pr- princes and princes. Oh, right, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, obviously you're our royal correspondent, so you'll know all that. Well, it's just fairly basic, isn't it? Mm. Queen's called Her Majesty the Queen. I suppose. Yeah, HM Treasury, HMRC, various other things. Mm. Um, no, it's not... Imagine if, um, you know, HMRC was called HRHRC. That'd be confusing, wouldn't it? Mm. Her Royal Highnesses, customer... Yeah. Does this tax returns need to be any more confusing than they already are? Yeah. So I think the situation is just not really a very good one. Um, as I say, Prince Andrew has very gallantly had the chance to protest his innocence and prove himself in a court of law, and has decided not to, but he has given a lot of money to charity, which is, um, I suppose it just stinks of privilege, doesn't it, really? Yeah. And that sort of lifestyle that certain people have got and can do and can just pay their way out of things. Um, I looked back, I watched back um, the interview that he gave with Emily Maitlis, on is night. this the one when he said he doesn't sweat? Uh, it's one he said, said where he doesn't sweat, and obviously because he'd been shot at in the Falklands and all this sort of stuff. Um, I mean, to be honest, with that uh, ability to keep his cool, maybe he should be put on the front line in Ukraine and going, oh, that was out perhaps. Um, but it's just, yeah, did, when he gave this interview, and I watched some of it back the other day, did someone not say to him beforehand, right, if you get asked, do you regret getting to know Jeffrey Epstein? It might be a good idea to say, Yes. And not the answer he gave was no, that he didn't regret it. And you just think, how on earth? Yeah, and I don't I don't regret it because of the people it brought me into. You think, well yeah, actually that's 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 part of what you've been accused of. <laughs> um and then also, why did he stay at you know, there was a time after he'd been um convicted of something I can't remember exactly what he was convicted of. Um but Prince Andrew stayed at his apartment or his house or his mansion wherever it was. Uh, and do you know what he said? It was a convenient place to stay. Just, you know, if only there was a hotel somewhere in New York. Um, instead, the mo- it's a bit of a poor deal where the most convenient place to stay is the home of a convicted sex offender, isn't it? Mm. Should we stop talking about disgraceful old men? Exactly. What should we talk about? Well, uh, obviously, Vladimir Putin has been... Uh, mm. <laughs> as Well, I mean, we, we already meant it. We don't need to 
talk about it too much more because uh, there's there's you know there's not really uh, anything else to say, is there? But it's uh, it's 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 a bit of a, a joke, really, isn't it? And and he's really sort of it's it's quite a worrying time for for everybody. Obviously, definitely for the people in Ukraine and and so on. But it's a worrying time for everyone, isn't it? When you've got a, a bit of a lunatic, um, you know, ready to push the red button. Um, I mean. Thankfully, that's just Boris Johnson looking for the, uh, the 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 iPlayer red button on his on his remote sat at home. But you've got obviously Russia, who who kind of you know they they said the other day that they they're setting up the nuclear deterrence or the special alert or something mm. like that, which is uh, always a bit scary, probably more of a threat than anything. Um, any yeah. idea how to survive a nuclear missile? Yeah, so it's just not really very good, is it? I mean, Ukraine has always been a country that's. I suppose between it's, it's, it's one of the largest countries in Europe, isn't it, in terms of its area? And the one of the places that's been that initially kind of got that sort of sort of rebel um, allegiance that probably wanted part of Russia was Donetsk. And do you know where Donetsk is twinned with? Sheffield. Sheffield, which is why there's Donetsk. Why? And I don't know if as a result we're now going to have to be kind of recognised as an independent state by Russia. I don't know. I mean. To be fair, during the eighties, we were called the People's Republic of South Yorkshire, weren't we? So I don't know what the impact on us is going to well, be. Barnsley, obviously, just next to us, is is also twinned with another Ukrainian city, isn't it? Uh, mm. Can't remember the, the name of it. It begins with a G. Yeah, but anyway. I don't know. At what at what point did Kiev start getting pronounced as Kiev? Is what I wanted to know. Hmm. Yeah, I, I thought that. Means- I did think that the other day. I didn't know if it's because they've uh, it was a meat-free version or something like that. Um, <laughs> I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah. Yes. Oh, 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 yeah. But, you know, like, like, like you say, we, we, we're bacon and faking. I didn't know if they'd done that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's, to be fair, I mean, is all Kiev originally was known for is just chicken Kievs. Is, mm. is that where the chicken Kievs come from? Possibly. I mean, the only thing I really used to know about Ukraine was the joke about why do you not wear shorts in the Ukraine? Why? Because Chernobyl fall out. Ah, very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and obviously it's, it's been a quite an unsettled country uh, for, I don't know, I suppose a few years. I think we're probably talking back to mid-2000s. Was that, sorry? Was it 2014 when uh, Russia basically took uh, Crimea, Crimea, didn't they? Uh, they did. Someone said, hey, there's been a crime here. <laughs> um, before that, there was the Orange Revolution, I think, mid-2000s. And I should have probably brushed up on this, really, but... Uh, it got a bit confusing, didn't it, if you remember this, because there were two presidential candidates, Viktor Yushchenko and Viktor Yanukovych, and there was some dispute as to which person called Viktor was the victor of the election, which is where it got really confusing. Then I think one of them got poisoned by the Russians, allegedly. Really? Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like them, does it? No. What intrigues me is that... Do you, remember, do you remember when I tried sticking up for Russia that time, not long ago, when I tried, when I sort of said, isn't it a bit unfair how, like, you know, the West, we always put them in Bond films and they're always the bad guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I really want really, to... Uh, sorry, Jimbo, I've just heard your assets have been frozen, <laughs> by the way, by the UK government. Um, you can't make international payments anymore. Oh, does that mean Does that mean I'm not allowed to make any money from my, no, uh, from my uh, OnlyFans now, is what, either? You haven't got any fans because <laughs> this was this was uh, earlier on, weren't it? Like uh, Russian models, even them aren't allowed to make any money now from their OnlyFans. Um, really? Which is yeah, it's really disappointing, but not too bad because I've tried. We can still access the pictures and stuff, so it's all right for us. <laughs> <laughs> so you can still view the content. Oh and yeah, start, like money from it. Oh right. <laughs> um, 
I was the, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was kind of what I find interesting. Not interesting at all. That's not the right word. But it's strange that Alexander Litvinenko, the Russian spy, was allegedly poisoned in the UK, presumably by Russian forces. And what was the outcome? What was the impact? Yeah, nothing really. Yeah, oh, that's more sanction. Yeah, sanction. You know, stop them doing this. You think? Well, don't really see that much has happened. You, Sure, if you have Knightsbridge, I suspect most of that's owned by Russians with money that comes from wherever it comes from. Um, you know, in that thing in Salisbury, you know, people died in that, attacked on British soil by um, Russian people who went on TV and claimed they went there just to have a look at the cathedral. And, you know, the, there's various oligarchs. I think there's one in the UK who was found dead in his bathtub or something like that, wasn't there? And one of Putin's um, most... Um, one of Putin's biggest critics, uh, which I think was shot dead in the street outside the Kremlin, wasn't he? Probably about four or five years ago. Uh, there's a bit of a recurring theme here. Um, and hopefully he's, he's removed, he's hopefully first of the Ukrainians, uh, repelled Putin and hopefully he's removed from power as well. Well, this is it though, isn't it? This is, this is why I think it's worrying. And, uh, it's worrying because it, it's, it's somebody who's been, you know, who's gone and gone this far now. That actually, he can't go back without looking stupid. I mean, he looks stupid already, but he can't go back without looking weak, can he? There's, yeah. there's no outcome yeah. now that's going to be acceptable to anybody other than them to to leave Ukraine and for him to to not be in power anymore after after what he's done. So that's why it's worrying that he can only it can only get worse because how much of an ego does he have and what what's going to happen next, sort of thing. So yeah. it's scary. I mean, but I mean, we've got fortunately. You've got the world's best boxers uh, on the front line. Front line. Uh, so oh. you've got, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to the entrance music, of course, uh, <laughs> that they, they normally have. Um, and I, th- I think, I think uh, the the Klitschko brothers are going to just try and sort of take the time and win it on points ultimately, aren't they? And then, yeah. you know, you've got a, a president as well. I mean, these are all very brave people, obviously, uh, and. So, you know, it's so good to see how much passion they've got for the, the country and stuff like that as well. Um, but the president of Ukraine, is it, they call him president or prime minister? President. President. Uh, he's a comedian, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, imagine having a, your elected leader who basically made his name 15 years ago appearing on comedy television programmes. Mm. Um, but yeah, Ukraine have got one as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not only, not, is he not any good, that. is he any good at football? Oh, sorry, rugby. Or whatever it was he was trying to do. Yeah, he's. Um, you, you say he's very brave. I mean, he's actually quite brave because he appeared on the first series of Ukraine's uh, version of Strictly Come Dancing mm-hmm. or Dancing with the Stars Ukraine, uh, which he actually won. Oh so, right, okay. Well done, well done to him. Um, and but so it's, it's obviously quite a large diplomatic crisis. Um, depending on what you believe, um, it's a parry, isn't it? It's, Possibly on a par with the Cuban Missile Crisis, which happened in 1962, so 60 years ago. Uh, President Joe Biden was commenting on that, um, saying that he, he remembers the Cuban Missile Crisis quite fondly because it coincided with his 75th birthday as well, so <laughs> uh, they totally ruined it for him. And, yeah, so it's just a very, very sad day, and you feel for all those people who are affected by it, who have been made to flee their homes, the innocent people caught up in it effectively, you know, I think... Russia even had the cheek to sort of claim that they were attacking military strongholds and government buildings, and that's just simply not true. There's ordinary people who've lost their lives and had their life turned upside down because of it. It's so very sad to see. 
So um, uh, obviously, we hope next time we podcast, there's some uh, there's some something better, uh, or, or 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 maybe we're not talking about this because maybe it's uh, gone away. But unfortunately, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Uh, anything else you want to mention before we move on? I've got a quiz lined up for you, but I think there's a few things in there that have kind of happened since last time. I mean, since last time we podcasted, I think has everything gone up in price. Is this is your, are you can you afford this internet? These internet charges and stuff—is everything going up? What's going on? Everything, Can you everything's this? going up in price. Yeah, absolutely, everything's going up in price. In particular, um, condoms and Kit Kats are going up in price. That was announced the other week. Um, I didn't even realise they were made in the same place, to be honest. No, um, that's due, due to inflation. Although inflate the condoms, probably not, a, mm. not the best of ideas. Before I have one, I always break it down the middle. <laughs> um, I do a similar thing with Kit Kats as well. <laughs> 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 or no, I prefer, or, I prefer the four fingered version. Um, <laughs> my over half, so, my over half licks all the chocolate off first. What's <laughs> 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 a Kit Kat? Obviously. Anyway, I was <laughs> I was going to say that as well as as well as inflation, where you pay more for products, what they could do is maybe get shrinkflation, so you pay the same price. Mm. With the product smaller, so you'd have a smaller Kit Kat and smaller condoms, which mm. personally I'd be fine with. <laughs> so, but also talking about companies, this, 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 is, this is what happened with Kurt Zuma though. They said to him, "Oh, you've seen this Kit Kats," and he just booted his cat and said, "No, I'm not, I, I said Kit Kat prices." Oh dear. Anyway, um, I'll tell you what. I, I, I'm even. I'm considering revoking my sponsorship from a waste clubs based podcast <laughs> if this is the content we're putting out. Uh, but yeah, innocent drinks uh, have been accused of greenwashing for effectively, um, you know, I think I think it's been a bit misleading in terms of their green credentials. I think. Oh, so they're saying um, that they're greener than they actually are, and they, they you know, they're, they're basically pretending to to be good for the planet and all that kind of thing. I think so. Yes, yeah. so I think the innocent drinks name is going to get changed to guilty drinks instead, okay. perhaps. Although, to be fair, the, the brand Innocent Drinks is going to be used by Downing Street for them and lockdown <laughs> parties instead, so that's what they're going to, they're going to use. But we haven't, most of about an hour into this podcast, we haven't even mentioned um, sort of the fact that Boris Johnson responded to a police questionnaire having consulted the lawyer, which was effectively meant to be the same as being giving evidence under a police caution. That's our Prime Minister. Absolutely mm-hmm. bonkers, isn't it? Um, yeah, let's let's hope, let's hope that doesn't get sort of brushed under the carpet either, because uh, you know times like this can be uh, you know taken governments and so obviously that, so our, our leaders can themselves kind of use this uh, opportunities like now when there's a lot going on in the world to kind of forget about their own uh, dirty yeah. deeds and so on. Let's hope that doesn't get forgot about. Hope so. Um, we were going to podcast yesterday, weren't we? Yeah. Um, but you were watching the cup final. I was. With your dad. I was. Yeah. I've got a bet on actually. Uh, so you remember that my granddad died uh, last August. Mm-hmm. So I've got a bet on. Um, I, I put it on the other day, uh, just after Le- just after Liverpool had beat Leeds six uh, nil, which mm-hmm. now Bielsa's gone, hasn't he? But uh, just after that, and I've gone for Liverpool to win the quad, uh, the quadruple, which I got one hundred and twenty five yep. to one at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. The day after I put my bet on, it went down to hundred to one, and of course they've now won uh, one of those trophies. So yeah, it's it's gone down to about fifty to one now. Yeah, I mean it's, it's it's quite rare that actually. I mean, I feel that had I participated in that cup final, I could have done just as well as Chelsea's goalkeeper <laughs> Kepa Kepa Azabaraga, is his name? Yeah, 
who was substituted on to the pitch, literally with you know a, a, a couple of minutes to go. I don't think he touched the ball in normal time. He got a clean sheet. He got a clean sheet. Good point. Um, don't be so he, negative. Did, did, did the person he took off get man of the match? Mendes. He, he actually, yeah, yeah, he, he had a good game, well. didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But it has look for all the criticism. It's worked in the past, though, hasn't it? What you're about to say that he missed all of his. He didn't save one penalty. He got brought on uh, to to basically replace the keeper because I assume that uh, the Chelsea manager thought that this keeper would do better in a penalty shootout and he didn't save any of the... Was it nearly 20 penalties, was it? 19 penalties or something like that? Or not quite? Uh, no, it was 11. Be... Oh, of course, yeah. Silly me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're suggesting he's going to save the ones that Chelsea players took. <laughs> but then again, the other keeper didn't save any either. No, it was absolutely lauded by everyone for being fantastic. Yeah. Well, hang on, he let all, he let ten penalties in the one that he didn't save. You know, went straight over the bar. <laughs> um, but apparently, yeah, apparently, uh, I, I can't help compliment him really. I mean, he's properly he's properly standing up for Ukrainians, isn't he? Yeah, came on last minute, didn't save any penalties, missed his, and made sure that Chelsea lost and yeah. the uh, the Russians didn't uh, didn't get the victory. I think the balls landed in Ukraine, haven't they? Could have done, probably caused even more damage. <laughs> um, but, yeah, not very good at all. No, there was a story, though, apparently, that uh, I got told this earlier on, actually. Uh, but the, the someone took, a Liverpool fan took the ball home that, that went into the crowd, that got kicked over <laughs> the bar into the crowd, which is people were saying, oh, it's just typical Liverpool, in it? You know, Liverpool fans stealing things. But to be fair, it did land in his garden. So, <laughs> <laughs> What, in Liverpool? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's about it. But the only bit of, other bit of news I can think of is that uh, we're gonna have to pay for our COVID tests mm. um, as of the first of April. I think is it. Uh, it's an ironic day for it. Very mind April Fool's Day. It sounds like it's totally made up. Um, and apparently, if you get a boots, you can buy them for six pounds. Or if you get a super drug, you can buy them for two pounds a test. Well, that's so a, that's a big difference. Why is that? Uh, I think if you get it from boots, you also get um, a fizzy drink and some sandwiches and a bag of crisps with it as well. All right. so, Fair enough. Can't be a good meal deal, can you? Yeah, party standard meal. Deal. <laughs> Right, Fisher, was that a bit loud for you? Yeah. No, sorry, yeah, so I was just fiddling with my headphones a little oh, bit. I thought it was a bit it's loud a bit for you loud. or something. Anyway, uh, so it's my quiz, uh, and uh, yeah, I've got a quiz. I don't know why this sort of came up as an idea, um, but yeah, I've got a quiz about the weirdest things that have ever been sent to celebrities as fan mail. Okay. Can I just, can I just jump back actually to talk about meal deals? Oh, yeah, go for it. Um, sorry, I didn't know you'd finished. I thought I, I, didn't know you'd, I didn't know you wanted to talk about elaborate on meal deals anymore. No, I just, I just got a thought that popped into my head when you're playing that music. I mean, yeah, we mentioned prices going up. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? Would you, do you think it's just sort of something where no supermarkets will budge from doing a three pound meal deal? And yeah, what happens when the first one puts it up to four pounds? Do you think the floodgates are open for everyone else to do it? <laughs> yeah, because that's true, isn't it? A lot of those things have stayed the same, haven't they? Yeah, but don't matter where you go to, your meal deal is always three quid. It's going it's to be strange, isn't it, when you can get a meal deal for three quid or a carrot for three quid. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be really strange. Yeah, it's it's strange, isn't it? I mean, your meal deal always comes to about like four pound fifty on its own, but because you're getting them together, we do it three pounds. They have changed it actually. So, like Asda, for example, you get the cheapest item free. 
So that might have got know. put them up anyway. So because if you're getting a, a sandwich and some crisps and a drink, you're mm. only going to probably get what the crisps for for like cheap, aren't you? Which are what fifty to sixty, seventy p. Whereas you're yeah. drinking your. So they have changed it. The the there are changes afoot. What do you have in your meal deal normally? Uh, I don't tend to have them that much to be honest because they, there's there, there's a lot of they're mostly meat choices, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, there's more meat than not. So I, I tend to either go for a plain old cheese and onion filling sandwich or sometimes mm. you can find a, like a fake meat sort of one that they've got on occasionally if you look carefully. But yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, so on with your quiz. Anyway, right. Weirdest things ever sent celebrities as fan mail. So who sent a £3 meal deal to Fisher? Mm-hmm. No. Right, you ready? Number one, Gerard, Gerard Leto. Gerard Jared, Jared Leto, do you know who he is? Uh, I do, actually. Surprisingly, yes, I do, because he was in the film that I saw not too long ago called The House of Gucci, which I mentioned, I think, on the last uh, podcast. Yeah. He was, he played uh, one of the sons and nephews of the original Gucci Bros. What did you go and watch last night? Was it that Debbie Does Dallas? Um, it wasn't. It was, what was it? It's called The Duke. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, was it? Uh, <laughs> are they trying to reclaim some of that twelve million, twelve million yeah. dollars? <laughs> yes, it's funny. Yeah, it was a, yeah, a fictitious story about a duke who, um, yeah, was just a very charitable man. <laughs> it was actually a story about uh, someone who stole a photo. Uh, it was based on a true story. Stole the painting of the Duke of Wellington. All right. Okay. And um, then basically, and he wanted to try and. It was trying to sort of sell it back and kind of earn money to give people free television licenses uh, for older people who couldn't afford it, and um, he didn't basically end up just giving the. He, he managed to get off him going to prison. The only crime was actually um, he, he stole the painting but lost the frame, and he was basically convicted of stealing the frame and not painting <laughs> because he said he managed to steal the painting with good intentions. You're listening Based to, on true story. You're listening to the waste of web space film reviews. Yeah. And next we're going to be talking about a new film just hitting the box office. Debbie does Dallas two. Um Fisher. <laughs> Not seen it. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Jared Leto. Do you know who he is? I do know who he is. He was in House of Gucci. <laughs> I think he's also in a programme called We uh, a something on Apple TV or something called We Crash, I think, isn't he? One of his next Things. No idea. But, uh, and it is a singer in a band called 30 Seconds from Mars or something. Is he? I didn't even know that. But anyway, uh, he played the Joker in the film Suicide Squad as well. I think that's where his main big first, big well, possibly not first one, but that's where I know him from anyway. So anyway, what was he sent uh, as fan mail? A, a severed human ear accompanied by a note which read, Are you listening? Or B, a dead bat dressed as Barb, dressed in a Barbie's dress. Ooh, um, his band's called Thirty Seconds to Mars. By the way, that's yeah. called Thirty Seconds from Mars. I don't know. To be fair, if you're Thirty Seconds from Mars, you're probably Thirty Seconds to it as well. I mean, it's possibly yeah, probably yeah, probably the same thing. So what was he sent? Uh, depends what, depends if you're talking about a chocolate bar or you know, yeah. you like you might have given it up for Lent, and then you might be Thirty hmm. Seconds from Mars because it might be Probably. approaching midnight or something. Yeah. Actually, it's Pancake Day tomorrow, isn't it? It is, so yeah. You've got to yeah. get Lent starts. I don't, know if you, I don't know if that's what you're thinking, or it just is a coincidence or not. Not sure. Anyway, what did he get? I'm not sure. You must know what you're thinking. What was um, it, Was he sent a severed human ear accompanied by a note which said, are you, re- are you listening? 
or a dead bat dressed in a Barbie's dress? I think I think it's. I mean, the dead bat's a bit. Well, I suppose you can't really send a live bat in the house, can you? Because it just suffocated and dead anyway. Mm. Um, I I think it might be a severed ear. Well done. Yep, very strange. Uh, apparently, uh, instead of being a bit horrified by it, he actually dried out the ear and wore it as a necklace to his next gig. Did you did you say did you say horrified then as in orifice, which is what was here or was that? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was oh, hor- no, didn't. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so disgusting. So number two, Kesha. You know Kesha, don't you? Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Um, should you sing Timber? Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, take a dirty picture and um, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. TikTok. Which was spelt, I think, was maybe spelt like TikTok actually spelt, you know, the actual platform. To be fair, I mean, you can probably take a dirty picture and put it on TikTok nowadays, can't you? Could so. do. Um, so, what was she sent? Either A, a full set of human teeth, or B, a watch with frog's legs for straps. <laughs> frog's legs for straps? Nah. I've... Necklace with human. Oh, that. The necklace for, with human teeth. Uh, a sounds... full, no, I just said a full set of human teeth. Oh, sorry, a full set of human teeth. I don't know if I've got something in the back of my mind about someone who's got a necklace with crocodile's teeth on it. Um, so I, I, I think the teeth. I don't know why I think the teeth, but I think the teeth. You sure? Mm-hmm. Well done. Two out of two. So she was that impressed with it that uh, she commissioned jewellers to turn them into various decorative pieces. So could have been like a necklace. Could have been a necklace, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three, Alice Cooper. You know Alice Cooper, don't you? Never heard of her. <laughs> yeah. She's got quite a deep voice. Um, yeah. Was he sent A, a motorcycle wheel with a sole leather glove attached to it, or B, a tiny coffin with a cat's heart in it? <laughs> well, neither of those are making much sense, are they? I mean, Alice Cooper is a bit of a oddball character, gothic, you know, black hair, and all that sort of stuff, but yeah, surely Alice Cooper's not going to be fussed about either of those things, if you want to thought. But I, I, a miniature coffin with a cat's heart in it, why would you, why would you do that? But I think I think it might be that, and I don't know why. Yep, a tiny coffin with a cat's heart in it, uh, it said from Mr. K. Zuma. Um, <laughs> on to... <laughs> uh, no, he didn't really say that, but that's what he did receive. Number four. Uh, One Direction. Okay, what did they get in the in fan as fan mail? A, a realistic looking marriage certificate with all five of their names on, marrying them to each other. Or B, a bath plug with matted hair around it. Um, well, that's that's quite a quite a bit to unpack there. I mean, <laughs> they were they were they were getting married to each other. On the yeah, a real, yeah, the marriage certificate basically declared that they were now all married to each other. It was a realistic looking one, apparently. That's very bizarre in general, isn't it? I mean, I'm, I'm not aware of any of the members of One Direction being gay and wanting to marry other men. Nor, nor am I particularly aware of either of them wanting to kind of be in relationships with multiple. Actually, I suppose some of them probably do want to be in relationships with multiple people. I'm sure that allegation has been banded around about a few of them in, in particular. Um, oh, how do you get a, a bath plug with matted hair around it? Matted hair. So it's basically I mean, all clumped together, sort of thing, like it's just been pulled out of the bath. Maybe it's maybe it's got fans hair on it. I think fanny not, hair. Fans. Oh, sorry. What did you say? Fanny hair. No fans. Right. Hair, not <laughs> fanny hair. <laughs> hey. I appreciate some of these people might be 
might be quite obsessive, but I'm not sure you'd want your, put your fanny hair on there, would you? Um, <laughs> I think I think it might be the hairy bath plug. I don't know why. Now, they were sent a realistic marriage certificate uh, with all five of their names on, which married them to each other. But it wasn't a real one, so didn't actually do that. Next then, Dolly Parton. Of course, old Dolly. What yep. did she get as fan mail? Was it A... Five boxes of someone's wage slips spanning a period of 20 years from a man in New Jersey stating that her song, Working 9 Till 5, was the song that inspired him to keep going all the years until he retired. B. A newborn baby left on her doorstep with a name tag stating the baby's name was Jolene. Um, I can I can feasibly imagine that someone might send wage slips and ties into 9 to 5. But leaving a baby... I mean, was the baby collected afterwards, or was it just left to be as Dolly Parton to be the custody of custodian of that baby? And then perhaps Dolly Parton, if she did have to look after the baby, took the Roman Abramovich approach to things, and then just handed stewardship of the baby over to the trustees of the Dolly Parton Foundation charity that she runs and dishes out books to people. <laughs> Who knows? I th- uh, it surely it can't be a. You're pulling some strange faces there, Jimbo, by the way. No, carry, right? carry on. I am trying to rescue the quiz because uh, it's just... I think Skype's messing with my computer a bit, so I can't, get, I can't see the answers anymore. Oh. You carry on talking. Okay. So, I, it'd be unfair... I think it'd be unfair on Dolly Parton if a baby was left on her doorstep, effectively. I can understand. <sighs> so how long have we been podcasting from? Start to yawn. We need to start early. It's gone, it's gone past nine o'clock. It's past my bedtime now. Um, so I think that I'd like to think that it's the wage slips that someone has boxed up and sent to her. You certainly go into a lot of detail. You going for that? That could be a double bluff. I'm going to go for the wage slips. No, sorry, you're going wrong. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, so somebody left a newborn baby on a doorstep with a name tag stating the baby's name was Jolene, and uh, mm-hmm. she sent it off to the right place. I don't think she sent it off. I think she called somebody and said, we've got an issue here, and they sorted it out. I think the, it was a happy ending for the baby, but I'm not quite sure what happened to the mum or whatever. Anyway, number six, K-pop star, Taekyon. Taekyon, I don't know who it is, but they're a K-pop star, so I'm guessing you might not know either. Uh, wait, is it part of BTS or not? No. Right, I've never heard of them. I don't know what that is either. But you, you, you must have heard of BTS, surely. No. Uh, they're a popular K-pop band. Oh. Even I've heard of BTS. They sang with Coldplay on that latest song. Uh, well, if, it's, if it's anything to do with Coldplay, then you'll know, won't you? I'd heard them anyway, because you know, I've heard yeah. like, permission to dance and a couple of other songs that they've done. So what did he get, this this K-pop star called Taekyon? I think I've said that right. A, was it the toenail clippings of a female fan? Was it B, a love letter written in the menstrual blood of a female fan? From a female fan? I don't know if I'm a female fan. That's what I want to know. Well, um, oh yeah, good point. Um, <laughs> ah, I don't know, mate. It's going to be. Don't know. What happened? Do you think when she got to the end of the sentence, she thinks, "But I'm definitely telling you that." Period. Um, <laughs> uh, I, 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 we do actually know. We do actually know a famous K-pop singer, by the way, don't we? Go on then. Sorry. Oh yeah, um, Gangnam, like style. Gangnam Style. Yeah. yeah. Although I don't know if he's actually K-pop. I mean, he's, he's from South Korea, but I don't know if he's mm. technically speaking called K-pop or not. But he's probably South Korea's most famous um, singer. I would have thought, or was a few years ago. Actually, I don't know if you remember, but when Gangnam Style first came out, it was 
at the at the Seoul Grand Prix that year, it was like the person giving out the prizes and all that sort of stuff. He was on the podium alongside sort of like whoever had won the um, won the South Korean Grand Prix was Lewis Hamilton or someone. And he was on the podium with him because you know he was pretty much the only famous person you could think of from South Korea who was yeah used to get to go up with him. So I think it might be written in the menstrual blood, unfortunately. Yeah, you're correct. Next then, Jennifer Lopez was sent a, a man's boxer shorts, but was later contacted by the man who wanted them back because he'd accidentally sent them to her instead of Jennifer Aniston. That's, yep, that's, num- that's right. That's A. I can't believe I made that mistake. <laughs> or B, was it pictures of a man's penis? The man then tried to sue her after he claimed that he sent her the pictures, as J-Lo had said, if he sent them to her, she'd help him with his career. So basically, he sent her pictures of his penis and then tried to sue her, if it's that story. So was it A or B? A, he sent uh, he sent some boxer shorts to Jennifer Lopez, but, act- but then contacted her asking for back and back because he wanted to send them to Jennifer Aniston. Or B... He sent a picture, uh, a, man, a man sent a picture of his penis and then tried to sue her after he claimed that he sent the photos to J-Lo because she said she'd help him with his career. Right. Well, I mean, without wanting to state the obvious, I mean, how many pairs of box shorts does this man have? Can he not send <laughs> a pair to both Jennifer Lopez and Jennifer Aniston? They might have been special ones. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd... I'd I've, I've got no, I've got no problem with the concept of sending a pair of boxer shorts to Jennifer Lopez or Jennifer Aniston, but I think just the, it's a bit mean to ask them back, isn't it? Surely, and say I want to send them I mean, to the, someone these else. These are people who decide to send them out in the first place, so they must be, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, it's weird, but you know, <laughs> but it is, it is a little bit understandable. Um, but then, yeah, the other option is that. Um, Sorry, the other option was it sent pictures of his penis to her, then sued her. Yeah, if she hadn't helped him with his career. Um, I don't know, apparently she, she said she, she was hoping to get some acting jobs and hopefully really grow into the role, but um, <laughs> I, I I think it might have I think he might have asked for his underpants back and said, can you send them to, I want to send them to Jennifer Aniston No, it's the other one I think you should have gone with your, uh, your logic there uh, mm. Yep, yeah, so next, number 8 Steve Vey, do you know who Steve Vey is? Or Vi? It's, I think I think it's called. Is it, I think he's a guitarist in Steve Vai. Is it Vai? There we go. Yeah, Vi, you're right. A guitarist. Vi, he performed yeah. with quite a few well-known bands. Um, what was he sent for his birthday? A. A video of a naked woman stood in front of a birthday cake saying "Happy Birthday." The woman then bent over and blew out the cake with her Never Regions. <laughs> or B. A plaster cast of a female fan's genitalia and anus. Well, no, I'm, I'm sure you can get them, can't you, the, the second ones? I'm sure, um, wasn't someone famous talking recently that they'd arrange for a sort of a cast of their bottom to be made for their husband or something like that? Isn't that part of what we're doing for the uh, the sponsorship deal? Could be, yeah, so that's what you might get from me. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, I, am, I, I can offer sponsors a signed picture of me and Joe Root, being on captain. Okay. It's signed by me, not by Joe Root. Right, oh, but, right, right, okay. So. Um, you can get chocolate uh, anuses. <laughs> I've seen that Ooh. before. So yeah, you can. There's there's somebody online who makes chocolate Ooh. like so, like chocolates that are in the shape of you. <laughs> do, do you have to give them molding? Uh, yeah, I think, I, think, I think you have to. I think they send you a kit out to send like a, yeah. a cast back, and then you can send your. Uh, I mean, it's a good job we passed Valentine's Day, isn't it? But you can send yeah. your, your loved one uh, a chocolate bumhole. 
There we go. That's um, <laughs> nice to know. Uh, so, the, the, uh, what are the options you get? So, I've, I've got a bit distracted. Uh, so, the first one was um, a naked lady who blew the candles out with her nether regions, or um, a, a, a mould of a lady's, well, yeah, arse and um, other bits. <laughs> I think I think it might be the second one. You reckon so? Yeah. Yeah, woman stood in front of her birthday cake on a video saying happy birthday and then blowing out the candles with her bits. Yeah. Mm. Not sure which bit she uh. used. I don't, I don't know what tricks I can do. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, well, I presume she didn't fart on it because that might just make it even worse. Sure, it might just kind of add a bit of fuel to the fire. Yes. Speaking of uh, gelatelia and anuses, uh, on to pink next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a very strange link there. This has been a rude episode. Uh, next, so Pink, uh, what was she sent? A beach towel with a printed Photoshop picture of her and a crazed female fan together getting married surrounded by evil clowns. Or B, a survival kit with a 16-page letter inducting her into a cult where she could go and live at the sender's home and the kit would help her to find a way there. Mm. Uh, I mean... I think it seems a very cult thing to do, doesn't it? To recruit people into a cult. I mean, I've never, I've never been part of a cult, really. Um, you know, probably won't, probably won't want to join one that want me as a member, to be fair, mm. as, as Groucho Marx once said. Um, I, but I think that I think she might have been approached by a cult. You know, come and join us, and yeah, I think that might have been it. Well done. <laughs> yep, that was a, a strange one for her. Uh, what have we got next then? She only asked for a CD, apparently. <laughs> Last one, Norman Reedus. Do you know who Norman Reedus is? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't. So he's an actor in The Walking Dead. So he's basically pretty much. Uh, you probably never watch Walking Dead, but uh, yeah. the the main bloke who was in it was Rick, and he was a comrade. His name now was his name. He was big. He was in Love Actually, the one with the, the sign. Andrew Lincoln. That's who was in one. This Life and teaches yeah. you. So Norman Reedus sort of stepped up when he was always a character in, in The Walking Dead. Norman Norman Reedus's, you know, character. But I think once Andrew Lincoln left, he sort of stepped up to pretty much play the main character. Really. Uh, so A, what did he receive from a fan? A, a breast implant with a note saying, "I've sent you this because you look depressed in a recent interview." Um, or B, okay. a potato peeler and ice cream scoop attached to a belt so that he could use them to kill zombies in a future episode of The Walking Dead. Um, where would he get a breast implant? A, a single breast implant as well. Surely you only buy him in pairs. Yeah, that's, that's what you'd thought. He's not, not going to make him much more happier, is it, if he really was depressed and he got one, a one single breast implant? Um, or, uh, so there's no, uh, yes, something to kill a zombie. The other mm. thing. Potato um, peeler and ice cream scoop attached to a belt. I'm quite sure that would kill the zombie, really. I mean, it might be part of the, the episode that's been written and something cool on it, but yeah. Um, I wonder if it might have been sent a single breast implant. Well done. Spot on. Good way to finish. So there you go. Um, you've got any fan mail recently? No. Have you? Yeah. So, if you turn around. That says that something I can't read, you have to stand up a little bit. It's got a picture of a chicken. Oh, is that Kiev? Uh, the Cockwell Inn. So is that uh, is that from a fellow pub shed? Person? Fellow pub shed. The Cockwell Inn, deeply enjoyable, is this, is their slogan. Mm-hmm. So that was my fan mail. Uh, nothing as strange as uh, 
as as obviously uh, some of the things that some celebrities have been sent there. Not that I'm saying I'm a celebrity, but uh, you know. Anyway, where where is the cockwell in? In Warwickshire. Yeah. Mm. Oh. So, and they've now even put the Sheffield Wednesday badge on it for me as well. Oh, they've, they've actually specifically done it for you as well. Oh yeah. Should we should we report the cockwell in for uh, basically <laughs> breach of the um, yeah trademarks and logos because he's basically not got um, a trademark to that logo, has he? So well. I don't think they, don't, uh, they need all the good promotion one, they can get. That's one thing that amazes me. You know, you, you when you go out to like the markets and stuff yeah. on a Saturday morning, there's always someone like selling novelty mugs that have got like a Sheffield Wednesday emblem on it or Sheffield United or whatever, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I bet they've just gone to Google and do I it think it just costs more money to, to actually chase these down, doesn't it? But, you know, yeah. it's not harming anyone. Right. Thanks, Fisher. Cheers, Jim. Good episode. Well done. Very rude. Sorry, that's just uh, someone blowing some birthday candles out. Uh, <laughs> this must be the rudest episode I think we've ever done, and it just happens to have coincided with the time when I basically advertised our podcast to all the junior parents of our cricket players. So, <laughs> or the parents of our junior cricket players, rather. But never mind. <laughs> oh, I hear it for listening. I'll watch it. Just, say, d- just don't watch episode 112. Other than that, you're yeah. all right. Anyway... Thanks, so, Fisher. Um, if everyone's listening, watching, whatever you're doing, please, you can send us a review, some stars on Spotify or uh, Apple, however you're listening or watching. Send us things to talk about or anything at all. We're happy, we hope, but thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for watching. Cheers, Fisher. Cheers. Um, obviously, current world situation, you know, this is our final episode because the entire world gets blown up next week, then, uh, you know, it's been a real pleasure, Jim. If it does, apparently you've got to stand in the middle, like, as close to the centre of your house as you can. Uh, so if you've got any sort of room that's central and and is like surrounded by other rooms, then that's kind of where to be. Like a, for right. example, a a hallway is normally quite a good place to stand because you kind of got extra wall protection against radiation. Right under not, the stairs. Not that I'm trying to scare anybody, but yeah, yeah, maybe under the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I yeah. did I did research if sheds are any good, but uh, mm. not apparently. Bear in mind, it's made of. Yeah, wood that's about sort of a couple of millimeters thick. Yeah, but I thought I thought maybe because of the ins- the foil backed insulation in there, it might be it might keep might keep radiation away. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So uh... I think I think when I when when you insulated that time and we were giving it, I was giving you a few tips in terms of decorating it. I, I don't think we were kind of putting it in mind as <laughs> basically a, a modern day Anderson shelter. <laughs> well, time change has done it so quickly, mm. as we know. Right. Thanks, Fisher. Cheers, Jimbo. See you next time. Now.